this is an audio test, trying to test out the vibrations of audio in the room. Yes. Say something, you swine. I'm sorry, I was just talking to Derek. <laughs> Bilky, we have returned. Yes, we are here. It's excellent. We have arrived. It's podcast time. Listen, we've got a lot of stuff to say about a lot of things that we missed. So just bear with us and come on this amazing journey. Wow, couldn't have said it better myself. Mm. I couldn't either, apparently. <laughs> Let <Jokes>. us begin! <laughs> Welcome back to A Little Bit of Nerd, your recreation destination for all things nerdy. I'm your host as usual, Jalen Holston, and flying further, farther, faster into your hearts is Mr. Bilkey. How are you doing today, sir? Well, with those adjectives, I can only add one more. And that is? Wonderful. Oh, that's how I am That's (laughs) amazing. All right, on today's show, we are literally going all the things we missed. There are so many things. We'll be getting into Spider-Man news, some Joker news. It's going to be an awesome journey. Plus, we got some League of Legends stuff, because uh, Worlds is going on right now. I'm so happy. Go North America. Yes. <laughs> Bring it home for us, boys. Yes. So we're going to do like this little speed round, go over some movies that both of us saw, some of them together, some of them not, and uh, we'll go from there. So Aquaman, did you like it? Uh, I liked the trailer so much that I almost saw the film. Oh my god. <laughs> what a disgrace <laughs> to your favorite superhero, by the way. In the DC universe, yeah, he's definitely got to be the one. And I've been a long time Aquaman fan. Like, even when people thought he was that lame dude who looked like, uh, what's his face from Spongebob? Oh, yeah. yeah. Mermaid Man. Mermaid Man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen, here's the deal. He's still pretty lame, all right? I don't know. He's not. He is. He, dude. Aquaman, help us. Doomsday is in the city. Ooh, city. Yeah. Are you guys like... On the closer to the river side, or are you more inland? We're literally downtown. Ah, yeah. So, can't make it. Uh, <laughs> well, in... Not a whole lot of water over there. Yeah, damn it. But I do agree, he's pretty cool. When you he's throw in. tridents. He's, <laughs> when he's in his element, though, I will give him that. But no, I love the movie. Uh, Jason Momoa is fantastic. Had a good adventure. Thank you for that new director that they got on the film. It's going to be... Good to get the sequel. Can't wait. So they are going to do a sequel. Yes, it is being fast-tracked, in fact. Hell yeah. All right, well, then I have some homework to do. Yes, you do, young man. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Alita Battle Angel. This was the James Cameron attempt at reigniting anime into North American culture. Did you see it? Did you love it? Yeah, I thought that movie was awesome. I thought it was great, too. The lead in it, Rose, did a fantastic job. Uh, and I, I really... My only grief is that they didn't play into the more teenage girl elements of it more, like, emotionally. Yeah. Uh, it well, just it's kind of hard because she's a robot. Yeah, I mean, but it, but still, there was this cute, like, you know, romance thing they had going on, and my other big beef is, like, that male actor didn't raise to the caliber of the female lead, so, like, the love scenes they tried to put in there weren't that great. I can feel you on that one. Um, visually, though. Oh, it's spectacular visually. Yeah, yes, they say. actually brought it right off the manga page. I mean, it was awesome. Dude, I loved it. And I like that they gave her bigger eyes. Yeah, I know. People were freaking out about that when it came out. They were like, why are her eyes? <laughs> For God's sake. I, the fish bowls on a head, Bill Right. I thought they pulled it off pretty damn well, though. They did. I thought it was great. Yeah, so whatever. Haters. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I cried. 
I also cried. I actually cried watching that It movie. was an absolutely beautiful rendition of my favorite version of Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Yes. Great soundtrack. Good for the kiddos. Gwen Stacy was awesome in it as well. Yeah, man. I couldn't get enough of that. I watched it, and then I immediately started the movie over and watched it again. <laughs> you have to, almost. Yeah, that was so good. We talked about visually pleasing in Alita Battle Angel, but wow. The animation that they did in this movie is just phenomenal. It was absolutely phenomenal. I had to watch it twice because there's so many times and scenes where things were moving quickly that I I couldn't get <laughs> I couldn't get the time to watch the stuff that I really wanted to in the background as far as someone who likes making art. Mm-hmm. It was just there's so many things to look at and it just didn't give me enough time in the moment to appreciate all of it. <laughs> so I was like, you. okay, run it back. Let's start it over. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad no one was watching that with me because they would have been mad. No. Oh. Can you stop rewinding the movie? <laughs> <laughs> nah, we ain't gonna stop nothing. Uh, Hard see it. Venom. <laughs> Venom. I don't know, dude. Did I, you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah, you did see it. I saw it. Okay. It, yeah. Mm, I no. Tom Hardy's pretty good though. Tom Hardy's cool. I like Tom I Hardy. I had to eat my shoe on this movie. I I will admit that. Put it on air. Factual record. Uh, I am a diehard Spider-Man fan, so therefore, when a solo Venom movie comes creeping down the pipes from Sony, you got suspicions from me. Because there's not really any version of Venom that is that even in the comic history of it that doesn't exist without the Peter Parker storyline and the symbiote situation. So, yeah, I'm on yeah. board with that as well. I uh, yeah. did not like the movie as much as you did, though. But yeah, I had a great time. It was it wasn't that it was bad. It was just it, it was a movie. It was the movie that it was supposed to be like a bunch of alien stuff frightened at the end. You know, Tom Hardy's awesome. So he did save that for whatever it's worth absolutely did <laughs> yeah. absolutely did I, the thing is, i just i wouldn't see it again maybe if it was on tv and i was sitting there on thanksgiving not able to reach the remote that's right so next to me and, yes yeah sure things. i'll watch venom again but no i'm not gonna go out of my way to go see that movie excellent bumblebee that one i didn't see i have not wanted to watch a transformers movie in a very long time really i'm not trying to sound like a major hater right now two in a row but well michael bay didn't help anything did he yeah, no, they just no. started to fall off for me. After uh, Megan Fox left, I was a little upset. Then Shia left, and I was like, well... What am I going to watch now? I don't want to watch it anymore. Thought. And then they're like, oh, we'll get Macky Mac. It'll be great. Yeah, that's I stopped. I have not seen a Transformers since the Mark Wahlberg one, and I didn't even watch that. Wow. That's a... Uh, yeah. I, it, it's a personal thing whenever Transformers come out, because like, my aunt took me to go see the first one, and now we've seen every single one in theaters. That's so... Transformers films for me, like, I don't wow, hate all that, yeah. you know, they're, they are whatever, but, like, that's just why I always tend to give them a chance. Uh, this one was a prequel to all the other ones. Uh, it was okay, that's literally cool. a Bumblebee solo film. It was cute. Uh, Haley Steinfeld did a great job carrying the role, I felt, in a big leading situation. Um, and the story was really, really good. It was the same director that did Kubo and the Two Strings. So have you ever seen that movie? Like, that's... I don't think I've ever even heard of that. What? It's incredible. Said, dude, I thought you said Cubone, like the Pokemon. Kubo no, and the Two Strings. Never heard of it. Ne- not once? Not once. You should definitely watch that movie, man. Okay. Yeah, absolutely no, magical. That one should. I'm, absolutely yeah. magical. It blew my mind. Yes. Dragon Ball Super Broly. Just rewatched it the other day with uh, boobs, actually. Oh, nice. He had never seen it, so I was like, dude, sit down. Sit down. We're watching this movie. <laughs> yeah, I own it. So, I, <laughs> 10 out of 10 every time. Hard yeah. to see it. I love that movie. Yes. I also love that movie. Oh, so freaking good. They humanize a character that's literally the Hulk all the time. <laughs> yes. Like, I, it was incredible. Plus, we got more Bardock. I'm always about more Bardock. 
Yeah, and I like that they recanonized it so we can really go off this and yes. this is it. Like it's in canon now. It's it's Hero amazing, Toriyami. dude. You can build so much oh. with it. And they've been building DBZ for so long, but it's so exciting that we have, I don't know, all this untapped potential in the future with yes. it. Because I want him to go fight Broly again. I but know. I also want Broly to go fight Jiren or something yeah, and see what the hell down, could like, go on. Yeah, take down, like, Frieza's whole army or whatever. That'd right? Cool. That'd be cool. He just... We, Broly would whoop the shit out of Frieza. Oh, we already saw it happen God, in that movie. Bro, are you kidding me? He went straight gold and then said, give me your shit. Exactly. <laughs> and what's funny is they left him there for, like, almost two hours getting his shit kicked yes. That's how long Broly was enraged, <laughs> dude. And then some, whenever he came back and fought, uh... Wait, Vegito? That's what they decided? Yeah, they right? did Vegito, yeah. which okay. I was like, okay, whatever, but just let me see Goku do his thing. Like, we know it's coming. Yeah, I wanted to see Ultra Instinct. That's why I was, like, we just came off that great arc in the actual, like, uh, dated, like every Saturday anime or whatever, so, like, plug it in. Keep the universe connected. And he did technically master it. Yeah. So why don't we see him... Just go from the jump. Because we see... uh he does some cool techniques in God mode. He does. And it was cool seeing Vegeta in God for the first time. Finally. But why doesn't, yeah, why doesn't Goku tap into Ultra Instinct right there and show him a few things? Probably because the fight would have ended instantly. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Honestly. Let's be real honest about it. Yeah. And maybe his body wasn't in condition to do it. I don't know. There's probably some stupid ass reason you could come up with, but. Yeah, whatever. With the how hard they went whenever they went into like other dimensions <laughs> when you were fighting you're telling me you couldn't throw some ultra instinct there that's what I'm saying come on ridiculous hard to see it infinity war god wow the film incredible I, I, I don't know what to incredible. say incredible <laughs> absolutely incredible if anyone who listens to this hasn't seen infinity war by now you what are you doing <laughs> yeah what the hell are you doing really ashamed of yourself this was the movie that got you hyped and then of course we had uh Endgame shortly after. You know what's funny, real quick, about Infinity War? Is all the people who you would assume would understand that those those people that just went into dust were not dead. Yeah. That <laughs> didn't even... That's all I need to say about probably. that. How do you not know that's going on? brings a good memory of when we actually saw it in the theater, though, because there was that guy behind that's us. That's what I was thinking of. And I was just like, bro, they're not actually dead. But this guy out of nowhere, as soon as they start getting dusted, he's just like, what? <laughs> that's I don't what know how said. to feel this that is what he sounded like too so and he was like a, a sweaty neck beard kind of guy oh yeah he was full nerd bro he should have known not holding shame back. on you not holding back anyway anyway <laughs> end game wow it, it that's the one that got you in the gut dude that hurt this ah they did it well though they did yeah does i definitely think tony is the one who needed to die i also agree my what? cousin did not felt it should have been captain america but that's for another day we need to bring her on if grace yeah we, yeah, we gotta get grace on the okay show. so because that's a really hot topic and i don't want to dive into that without the other opinion ah, I see. because you and i are on the same side about it so we're just going to be biased and like Pretty much. Oh, yeah for sure the whole time yeah but if she's here saying no fuck you listen to me that's gonna be <laughs> way better debate and discussion absolutely so that is cool though yeah tony is for sure the one who needed to, uh, i agree to, uh, to I, die. my argument to it was like it started with tony it's going to end with tony like right. there was no other way that that was going to end and why not give it give cap his life when tony's the one who's like always sacrificing yes. like not that cap doesn't but come yeah. on it just fits so well <laughs> i feel you and damn it why wasn't hulk cool 
that's what I'm saying as well. What is this Professor Hulk stuff, man? Uh, they left the Hulk like in total bitch mode from Infinity War on to the yes, end of Endgame. Dude. He doesn't get really any redemption for it either. No, not once. And it's... are they going to bring him back into the cinematic universe? Apparently. They really are? Somewhere. Ugh. I imagine it will probably be in a Thor film, but... Is he ever going to fight again? <laughs> Jesus, I don't know it, at this point. The next time you see Hulk, he's going to be Professor Hulk sitting in like a Zen garden in the back of the Avengers base doing Tai Chi in the morning. With and monk like, costuming. All yeah, and he's never going to go fight again. Silence, actually. I'm a pacifist now. Yes. Mm. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, that actually irks the hell out of me. <laughs> The only good thing about that was the fact that he did figure out the time travel or whatever the hell you want to call it and that scene where he gives Ant-Man the tacos because mm. they're so tiny in his finger and it is hilarious. I love that scene in, in the Endgame. It's awesome. Right? Yeah. Hard to see it, obviously. I have a... I think I did a vlog about it. It's on the YouTube channel in case any of you haven't noticed. Yeah. If we started to talk about Endgame, it'd probably take a couple hours. Probably. Mm. But uh, Captain Marvel. Mm. It was a failed version of Wonder Woman for me. Yeah, Brie Larson, Academy Award winner. Her dialogue was subpar to barely par at best. Yeah, they didn't give her jack shit to work with. No. Except for that one scene. And it was Supergirl-esque beating you over the head with feminism. Like, when she's breaking out of the, the uh, prison in the Kree Skull uh, ship or whatever, and just all the, I'm just a girl stuff <laughs> kicks in from the yeah. 90s. I'm like, hey man, like, we get it. We Marvel, like, dude, they usually kill it with their soundtrack. <laughs> they do, but, like, that particular scene by itself, I was just like, ah, okay, well, yeah, okay, we get it. You know, there's, I feel like the movie was just a little bit rushed, or maybe their eyes weren't totally focused on the ball, mm -hmm. because there were bigger things to pay attention to. <clears throat> End game. End game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I think they rushed it just a little bit, and they could have put more time into it, because Captain Marvel, if any of you don't know is like a god <laughs> so basically if you're gonna bring a character of that quality that could 1v1 thanos into the universe i think you need to spend a little bit more time on it than uh what they were giving us she had like one good scene with her friend when she's about to make the the final uh, third act fight happen yeah, that's what i'm talking and about I'm with like, the dialogue. like that could have been the whole movie man but you robbed us mm -hmm. you done robbed us marvel yeah, and the little girl knowing how the Kree technology works. And just makes her costume out of it. I was like, come, come on. on, man. There's something <laughs> cooler to be dude. done here. Stupid. And finally, your favorite, my favorite, Spider-Man. This was home. amazing, dude. I loved this movie. They nailed Mysterio perfectly. I to thought Jake Gyllenhaal killed it in that role. Yeah, it was awesome to see him in the Marvel Universe. Because yeah. I think he's been trying to get into it for a while, actually. He has. And then... It's crazy how all these actors want to come over to the Lakers. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> exactly what it's happened. Fucking nuts. But, um, yeah, that movie was fantastic. I was super pleased with everything they did as far as, like, the way the suit looked, mm -hmm. as far, like, as the dialogue went, as far <laughs> as the visuals on Mysterio's head, because yes. I was really nervous about that. No, they got, like, Ditko, trippy, 60s visuals in that first mm -hmm. fight that he has with them. Um, and it was so awesome. Because so awesome. In the books, the way he beats them, or he the way he beats Mysterio is with that spider sense. Right. That's his advantage in it. And they really, really nailed it. Yes. Except for what they called it. Yes. I don't know why we cannot get to the point of just calling it a spider sense. It's so dumb. That, there's no way that Sony has any of that in the contract. Like, it's a spider sense. We, we know. Stop calling it a Peter Tingle. That's just weird. 
It is weird. I'm, it made me uncomfortable. I was very uncomfortable. Honestly, and they That's kept a doing it. Teenager, so what we have there is called, you know, being a pedophile. <laughs> oh my god! But for real, <laughs> like, what? Stop calling it the Peter Tingle. Call it the Spider Sense. It's kind of disrespectful. Yes, I know. I'm reaching with the disrespect part, but it, it, it no, does it is. feel a little disrespectful. It was very disrespectful. You think man. Stan Lee would have wanted it called the Peter Tingle? Absolutely not. No, he would not. Ridiculous. Quit tarnishing that man's legacy. Ned is still the real MVP. Oh, yeah. Always. That was awesome. And it's cool that MJ now knows that he is Spider-Man. Yeah, that's really important because now we can advance past that plot line. Yes. And then we can get into some more real shit, hopefully. In the third movie, if she says, go get him, Tiger, I will be happy. That'd be awesome. I will, they will redeem That'd be so awesome. <laughs> debacle they've got going on with MJ, in my opinion. I mean... Um, Oh wait, what was the um what was the name of the the suit they <laughs> damn it. What is the name they called Peter whenever he was in his black suit? Spider Monkey? Yes, yes. That's what it was. That shit killed me. Yes. Or no, Night Monkey. Night Monkey. Sorry, that's it was what it Night was. Monkey. The yeah. Night Monkey, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on? Oh I don't know. my god. It was it had a lot of comedic relief because the movie was a little bit heavier. Oh, it was absolutely heavier. And you know, my whole thing the main dislike I've always had with this version of Spider-Man is that he's Tony Jr. And this whole movie's central plot line is essentially like, yes, he is Tony Jr. So, like, I just really want them to kind of get back to base with Spider-Man in the next movie and just really, like, show us he is a solo character. Like, he does not need anybody at all in even Tony Stark or other Avengers. Like, they kind of showed at the end fight there in this movie. Yeah. Uh, when he has to, like, make the bomb to get the drones up or whatever yeah, like, he's show a more genius he shows more of that genius yes. and they don't they make him like an average high school kid who just happened to get powers yeah and he's but like he's a not little bit smarter than everybody kid. else about stuff but like i don't know well, they can do so much more what if in this next movie they kind of go into the future a little bit well no i guess they couldn't they can't because it. it's canon now yeah oh i wanted him to like fast forward out of high school ah i see so he could start getting into the uh whatchamacallit yes parker industries is that what he makes yeah he does that in the new amazing which i think they could do i guess a version of that in this uh mcu spider-man's world i don't know just it was gonna take some smarter movies. yeah do something but this movie came with some drama didn't it bilky yeah i know it really did and it has been blowing up in our faces for at least what three months now yes so shortly after there's a condition in this whole sony marvel shared spider-man deal in case any of you aren't aware like Apparently on this particular film, if it didn't hit a billion, the rights could default back to Sony. We'd get him out of the MCU. Well, it hit a billion, which we're all like, yeah! But then, all of a sudden, we hear Sony is, or, you know, Spider-Man is now leaving the MCU. And uh, the contract had kind of fallen out at that point. So what happened was Disney, being the greedy bastards mm. that they are, came in with their side of the deal and wanted 50% basically of everything Spider-Man that Sony owned. So, like, Into the Spider-Verse, they want half of it. Uh, Venom, they want half of it. They want all their merchandising rights. Um, but then, you know... What are you doing? Try not to be loud. You're an idiot. <laughs> there we go. But no, they had all these uh, rights where they wanted to... Uh, co-produce these movies but then when that happens that means disney has ownership so like sony saw that deal said no that's ridiculous you're an idiot 
And then, of course, we all heard several headlines saying, like, it's official, Spider-Man's out of the MCU. Yeah, and I was pissed. I was just depressed. Was Especially with the way they ended that last movie. Yes. I mean, we have Spider-Man on the run in New York because he gets found, like, completely identified. Like, it's not even just, oh, Spider-Man's this. And I was like, his name is Peter freaking Parker, bro. Right? And they got uh, JJJ. <laughs> they actually got the old JJJ. It was awesome. Which is, yeah, it was amazing to see him. But it it disappointed me more than anything. I know I was really mad whenever I heard that he was out of the universe, but I was so disappointed with how far that they had gone mm-hmm. with bringing Spider-Man back. With Because Andrew Garfield flopped it after a while. He did. But getting Tom into it, bringing him in with his own movie, getting him into Avengers, seeing the new suit with Iron Spider, Tony dying, all this shit happening, and then he finally gets revealed... And MJ and like yes, oh, this shit is happening. It's awesome because I'm getting sucked back into a, what made me think of Tobey Maguire. I guess it yes. made me reminded me of my childhood because yes. I was so hyped when Spider Man Two came out. Well, weren't we all? It was a great film, right? Like it's my top Superman or superhero movies of all time. Yeah, and you see all these characters, and I got very sucked into that universe. And now it's happening again, and then with just like a snap of a finger, it's gone. Yeah, I was just so sad because I think. You know, Sony was going to still move forward and make a Spider-Man movie. It's just going to be outside the MCU. It was like, it's cool, like, the positive things that could have happened with it if it actually stayed with uh, Sony, which we'll get to in a second. Because um, they could have done, like, you know, Spider-Man and Venom stuff. They could have right. done, like, you know, Spider-Man and a couple other properties that they own. But, yeah, it, it was it was just a time of real darkness and sadness for me. And then all of a sudden, not too long ago, we get an article <laughs> that says... They reached a deal, and he's staying on for a third film. My hot take is that this is a Band-Aid fix kind of deal, contract situation, while they work out a better long-term deal. Hopefully. Hopefully. I just want things to be civil enough to where the fans aren't being punished over, like, money. And the new deal, you know, Disney, they got 25% of the box office now instead of five, which is fair. And then everything else is kind of the same. So hopefully this one works out better. I love that he's in the MCU, personally. I do, too. Sony owns Goblin, don't they? Yeah, they own Goblin. Okay. Yeah. I would like to see another Green Goblin. I think that would be cool, man. They that could, would be they, could work, they could work it in there or do some Young Avengers stuff. I don't know. One of the two. Hard see it for that film, though. Hard freaking see it. What else we got up? Uh, Stranger Things Season 3 happened while we were away. Yes. Liked it, did you? Oh my god. Loved it. Yes. Incredible. Yes. Best season they've had yet. It was fantastic. I had, I think Hopper was the freaking man. Alive, by the way. Hot take. Ooh. Not even not even that really hot, because it's just, I don't know. The ending really kind of gave it away. I totally think he's... Uh, a, yeah, he's fine. Oh, you think it's Hopper in there? It's Hopper in there. No. Who else would it be? I don't think it's Hopper. Who is it? Papa. That'd be crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think it's Papa. God, that'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. How's he a prisoner? Wouldn't he be running the thing? I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't have all the answers, Sway. And Billy. Oh, my God. That makes How do you say his haunting. name? Dacker? I think it's Dac- Dacre. Dacre Montgomery? Yeah, Dacre Montgomery. Hey, dude, he killed it. He crushed it again. That's a hell of a back performance. Yeah, man. Like, bro, that's crazy. He was. I mean, he was haunting more, obviously, because we knew he was being uh what was it possessed by the upside down as like a vessel or whatever but right. like oh man that kid's was got some chops frightening 
That's what he was. Yeah, like that scene when they uh, were cooking him, essentially. Oh, yeah, that was not cool, Bill. Mm-mm. Not at all. Literally bust the door wide open and Eleven can barely fight him. It's... Ugh. I know, um... I know his sister in real life is like 16 or something and she's playing a 13-year-old, but those kids put on such a good performance. They really did. When they were scared, I was scared. I was also scared. And I saw all the memes coming out too initially because the first couple episodes they do full-on like teen 80s summer stuff. Yes. And then they're they're kissing for the first time and all this stuff and there's all these memes about it and I'm like, don't act like you didn't do that when you were their age, man. Yes, dude. It's so awkward for your first kiss, right? Right? Yeah. yeah, like, oh, well, I don't want season three to just be watching us watch us, like, teenagers kiss and make out, man. I think it makes me feel like a pedophile. Oh, my God. Get over yourself. That's ridiculous. I swear to God. If that makes you feel that uncomfortable and you feel on-set pedophilia, maybe you need to look inside yourself <laughs> and you figure some things out. Because yes. seeing that is fine. That's like watching any 80s movie. Yeah. So just, yeah, that's, that's literally that like a grown happens, man, man watching Sixteen Candles again. You're Stupid. watching two teenagers make out at the end of the movie. Yeah, now you feel pedis- no. no, don't Get- feel, don't care about that at all. Uh, Nancy and Jonathan, great again. <laughs> so good. Even, so they went good, even dude. deeper this this because they, they had did. that fight. They had to emotionally in the car. Oh man, shared trauma. Ooh yes, it'll get you. It brings them back every time, it does. dude. It really does. It was hard to watch. Um, Watch them leave at the end. Oh my god! Because Nancy just sitting there. <sighs> so, sad, so sad. So sad. But I think uh, I think they'll be brought back together. Yeah, Steve had another great character arc. Again, kind of tried to hit on that gal that he worked with, but then <sighs> dude, that was that's hard. Most, one of the most savage lines. Yeah. Of, Holy hey, shit! I'm a lesbian. I didn't really see that coming. At I first. didn't either. I thought that totally this was his redemption with this girl because he messed up so hard with Nancy. Like, mm-hmm. I thought that's where we were going with the script. But man, that is uh. The way they brought That's them back um, at the end when they're trying to get the job at the, the fucking, what is it, like a blockbuster, essentially, yes. is yes. awesome because the the level that their friendship is at now is far surpassed what I think it could have been if they were intimate to get, like, together. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because now that. they're like a, a dynamic duo together. Yeah. They have all this experience in Russian spy bases. <laughs> Taking all these put that on your resume. Like, it's just all this shit. So them together as a package deal makes it way more powerful as friends that are platonic rather than uh, intimate. I see that. I see that point. Um, but yeah, I, overall, great job. I can't wait to see season four. And uh, apparently, there are rumors that it will come with a movie after that season ends. Okay. So. Here's my thought on this. Have you ever seen Neon Genesis? Yes. Nice. Wonderful. So the way you watch Neon Genesis is you you know, you watch the whole series and then you watch the movie end of Evangelion. Yes. And it blows your mind. So if that's how they're gonna go about this, I'm so about it. I didn't want another season. I don't I think it, I think three was good yeah. as it as it just as it was. I didn't think we were gonna get season three personally because of how two ended. Two seemed like a pretty solid deal. Uh there were some... Yeah, god damn but it. Why do they do that? Because they leave cliffhangers like with Hopper. Yeah. So, in that... Oh, God. If they didn't put that scene in at the end of the show... This could have been the end of the It could have ended, yeah. because yeah, everyone's going their separate ways after that. Mm-hmm. So, I wish it would have ended there, but now that we know they are doing the season, a season four, I think if they do this movie afterwards, it needs to stop. Yeah. 
for sure. Nothing no after this movie. Let it end and be good. Because it's great right now. Like Lord of the Rings. They don't continue making more no. Lord <laughs> of the Rings because it's the greatest trilogy potentially of all time. Yeah. So, cut the shit after the movie. I agree. That's my take. I completely agree. Uh, then we had like some Comic-Con stuff happen while we were away. And all that's kind of passed now, to be completely honest. Uh, there's going to be... The Jane Foster Thor. That's kind of the coolest thing. Out of that the is kind of crop, cool. Crop that I thought was. Is Natalie Portman doing it? Yes, they got her back. That shit talker. I know. I just I felt weird that it was her coming back and they weren't going to explain it away or something. I don't know. She kind of rubbed me the wrong way when she was trying to smack talk the MCU like that as well. Yeah, how do you quit your job in a fiery chariot of flames and then get hired back on? That's that's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> you egg your boss's car and then he brings you back on. To be honest, she probably just walked in with her Academy Award from Black Swan and said, "Excuse me, boom." I would uh, I would like to acquire a movie role from you. I've already graced you with my presence once. <laughs> I will do you the service of picking out my old character. Yes. Oh, Whatever. I hope it's good at least. I do too. If she's coming back, she needs to give it her all. Yeah. I'm excited for the next Thor film as well because I got Taika Waititi back. Oh, they're doing another Thor? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's going to be hype, dude. Shit, what are they doing? I think it's like Thor and Doctor Strange or something. What? Yeah, it's going to be kind of weird. Oh, do you think we get Guardians in there? Cause oh, no, sorry. It's him and the Guardians, not the not Doctor Strange. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah sweet. Yeah, Even better. Be it's going to be hype. I can't wait. Oh, man. All right. We're moving right along. We've caught you up on most of the stuff we missed. Uh, we're going to go see Joker, probably, at some point. And I've we'll heard have that good review. things I can't from wait. my friends. I haven't looked up any real reviews from like, Rotten Tomatoes either. or whoever. But my buddies who have seen it came to me, and they're like, dude, 9 out of 10. Oh, my God. It's going to be good. He, My buddy, Blake, shout out to Blake, man. He's an awesome guy. He comes into the group chat and he's like, I'm ready to go kill people. Oh and I was just God. like, what do you mean? He goes, Joker's 9 out of 10. And I was like, oh, God. Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, so man. I definitely want to go see this movie. I think it's going to be... I think it's going to leave an imprint on the audience when they leave. That's why it's getting so much of this stupid stuff like, oh, we got to make sure there's cops in the theaters because apparently people are going to want to go shoot people after they go see the Joker. Like, no, but not. No, we no, made it through the Dark Knight series just fine. Just fine. <laughs> you know Horrible what's... example, but... Well, I mean, that movie was very dark. Yes. And so what's funny about that, well, this isn't really a funny story, but it kind of ties in. So all those right. shootings were happening, right? Yeah. Um, I went and saw that movie still in the I theaters. I also went to go see it. Yes, and when I exited through the side door of the theater rather than going out from the front door, I walked out and there was a home on fire across the street, like oh engulfed in flames. And it was crazy how that shit like just kind of connects you to the things that have been yeah, happening in yeah. the movie, right? And I came right outside and this shit's burning still, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? Wild shit. But no one was out there, you know, like doing it it was just an accident but i don't yeah. think people are gonna see this joker movie and immediately think well i better go to walmart and shoot up <laughs> shoot everything. everything i see yeah no it's not gonna be like that hopefully hopefully i still think i, I have faith you know i think as a society we've we're, we're kind of more aware of it and all that stuff so i i'm, I'm good i'm gonna see it it's gonna be great oh yeah i'm for sure gonna see it this is gonna I'll be i'll get a kevlar and just walk in there you know? right <laughs> get some riot gear yes, dude, dude i saw swat people at the front of the subdivision like what? three weeks what's ago what's going on over here you know that whenever you make the right turn 
um, onto the two lane road, and there's yeah. that house on the right by itself. Yeah, they were busting out of there, bro. There's an ambulance, so I'm assuming they were expecting people to get hurt, mm-hmm. put up a fight or something. And then there's this big ass truck, and like twelve dudes were coming out of the front door with all this gear on and these rifles. <laughs> Well, I think it was already over. Oh my they were God. on their way out, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on?" Because we just moved to the woods. Like, what the what's hell? going on out here? There's got to ooh, dude. Let's say that house had a meth lab in it or something. Holy crap! You moved next to a meth lab, dude. Well, not only that, those people had to have been evicted. Yeah. What if there's cheaper rent rates on that home? Oh, if so facto, <laughs> slowly. Uh, we're going to move right along to our League Minute. It's a hot new section of the podcast where we give you some quality, low-elo insight into the happenings <laughs> of League of Legends. Yes! <laughs> uh, Worlds is going on right now. we got, what, three NA teams? It's a Clutch Gaming, Cloud9, Team Liquid. Yes. And, man, man. I couldn't be more excited. I do. They won. Their first place, they escaped the possibility of playing Domwon. That's, that's a very... Oof. Yes, we're talking about clutch gaming here. Yes. So we are in day three. Day three of group or playing groups. Yeah, day three of playing groups. So the first day went well. I believe everyone in the group that NA is concerned about went one and one. Yeah, they, they split. Did. And so then, I, to be honest, I didn't even watch day two. I didn't either. I caught the highlights and then went and watched the VOD. It was pretty... Uh pretty intense yeah those playing games i don't know it's sometimes i watch them sometimes i don't it just depends because a lot of the times i really don't know the teams because there's so many coming in from everywhere but moreover i really don't care about a lot of the teams (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you i just wanted to watch splice really there'll be times i see like the champions that got played even even if i don't know the teams but to see it on the pro scene like if there's a talia or something or a pantheon like right there was a team that played talia pantheon mid jungle and then they had some other kind of crazy stuff going on in the bot lane and i was like well it's talia pantheon i'm I'm gonna watch the vod so that's really like how i you know track teams that way but I hear you. But yeah. yeah, Clutch did really well. They're three and two right now. Yeah. So I think that actually they might be playing right now. Oh wow. Now that I think about it. I'm gonna look that up real quick, you actually. Yes, yeah, so on it immediately. Yeah. Um But who do you think out of our three gonna go the farthest? Liquid, clutch, cloud nine. Cloud nine did show us last year they could do it, obviously. Final four. That was amazing. Crazy. <laughs> that was one the best world's performance we've ever had from a North American team. Yes. And so I would love to see Cloud9 do something similar to that. I'm not going to say that they can make Lightning Strike twice, but gaining that experience is really good for those players who are, are returning back to it. Yeah. So I'm going to give Cloud9 my number one as far as NA teams are going. Okay. And then I'm actually going to go with Clutch as my dark horse. Okay. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people compared to what Liquid is able to do because liquid kind of got fucked in that group for two years man it was two worlds and like international events they just choked it yeah man and the group that they're in is fucked they're in it with like skt and invictus or something yeah, like that they're not insane. getting out no there's no chance in hell liquid's getting out especially no. after uh g2 decimated their buttholes at msi yeah dude <laughs> are you kidding like, me what liquid got in because they can beat Ugh. everyone in north america but i think Clutch is going to do pretty well, and I hope Cloud9 just, you know, does I, their thing. I think the only saving grace about Team Liquid is Core JJ. Like, he was on that team on Samsung that took down SKT. Like, those are some chops that you're bringing in. So That's true. I think if they do anything remotely well, it's going to be because of Core JJ, not Doublelift. See, that's the thing, though. 
they need he plays support, right? Yeah. I'm not losing my mind. Okay. Yeah, he plays support. So that means that they have to wrap their whole game plan around the bot lane, and no one else on Liquid is strong enough to carry the rest of the team from their own solo shit. I don't know. Their top laner's pretty good, man. Pretty, pretty good. Not against IG and SKT, though. I don't. Nah, I can't see that shit it? happening. No. Well, you know if they play SKT, no one's winning mid. Sorry. Uh, was Who they get again from uh, Cloud9? Uh, Jensen? Jensen, yeah. Sorry, Jensen. You're... Getting pooped on yeah, all night probably. long. <laughs> Jensen's good, but I don't think he's gonna do anything like that. He's not. He's not gonna show up again. Like he barely showed up when they won the title this summer. And I was like, okay, whatever. It was cool to see him get that though. Yeah, live. It was. We did see it live. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, in person. In person, yes. Fucking. Um, so, who's your most influential player coming into this tournament? Mm, it's got to be either Hooney or uh, to me it's double lift because I mean he's got to prove it now right hell yeah been to the show however many times what's on your resume as Stephen A. Smith may say I mean but, yeah he's yeah. the greatest player to ever come out of North America but has nothing to show for it internationally yes sorry even Bjergsen who I, many view as like the Tom Brady of mid lane in America or like you know that's how I see it now because he's just on that decline so hard yeah and they're still refusing to acknowledge he's N.A. Faker just play around mid lane. Like, sorry. Can he still do it? Absolutely can. If Faker's still doing it, Bjerg can definitely still do it. Okay, I can respect that. There was there was a couple years, or a couple seasons there for SKT where I was like, oh man, I think Faker's out. And then he had that comeback this season. And I was like, yo, my man's still out He's here. back without any skins. <laughs> yes, no skin for the win, dude. I know Dylan would love if I would say Caps is going to be the most influential player in this Caps tournament. Caps is a psychopath, but I love that guy. Dylan loves Caps. That's his favorite player. Yes. So, Hot take. 100 Thieves actually is going to use Mo. What? Really? Maybe. Well, I know he's signed on. He's like got cut a deal or contract with him right now. Did he really? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. He's went like just to be on their team or whatever. So like, so wait, I'll be completely do? honest. 100 Thieves that season. Let's be real. What are they gonna do? Ban Yasuo and then he can't play anything? No, he can play like he plays a really good Akali in an Aurelia. I mean meta picks and in the mid lane and stuff. So my question would be like if they do actually go through with it, what else is this guy gonna bust out on stage? He's still gonna be Yasuo. So Yeah, I don't know. I mean I think if he ends up signing for Hundred Thieves and plays in an LCS game, he will change his name. Hot take, I think he'd think they signed him. Like what else could go wrong? You had one of the best mid laners in the world. And he didn't do anything, so... Who did they have? They had somebody from, like, SKT. I can't, I can't remember oh, really? off the top of my head, but yeah, it was, like, a Korean. Big-name Korean. And then, I didn't of course, know we have Aphromoo bot lane, and they had Bang. And I'm like, you got Bang. Yeah, they got How shit do you lose bot that. lane ever with Bang and Aphromoo? And then they continued to happen, so... Yeah, let's have to see on that one, Bill. Maybe it's like a coaching staff thing or like in front office. I think it could because it's so weird that we... That was a team that was at... I think it was MSI or Worlds after their first legit season they were in, good you know and then they go to this like what's what's going on over there they gotta fix that i'm trying to figure out what's going on with clg clg Jesus it was a good man. season though for the first time in a long time you guys yeah the yeah of the pack, like you were up there in the top three four yeah i can't great. hate on them that hard it was nice to see us bounce back a little bit but i just it sucks man i feel like we're never gonna get back to our former glory you stopped your loss streak against tsm that season too like that's a true good ass year dude man i just want to see us on the world stage dude it hurts i, I miss PLE, it baby 
Poe came in. He he dropped hammers, dude. All hammers. See, CLG used to have an EU team too, and they would compete at Worlds because they were just as good. And nice. I just miss the glory days of Counter Logic <laughs> gaming. Don't we all, man? Damn it! It'll be all right. Hopefully next year we. I honestly, hopefully we don't make any roster changes. I feel you. I want to get some consistency, <laughs> unless we get some godly eighty carry. Because I wouldn't mind if Stick Stay left. Yeah. I like Stick Stay, but if we got some, he doesn't really clutch up though, does he? Yeah, no, he doesn't. No, unless it's in solo queue. Right. Oh, Stick Stay. Oh, oh wow, that felt great. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I don't know if you could hear his neck erupting from the heavens, but that felt awesome. I needed that one. Jeez, Louise. Um. So, all right, give me your final four. For Worlds. G2's gotta be in there. Okay. I, they're too good. I think SKT makes a wonder run. One of the Chinese teams is going. I feel like it's gonna be RNG. Has to be. Okay. Here's um, your last one sneaking in there then. Because you got you got some pretty big names. You got a dark horse? I think Fnatic is gonna power through some stuff. Okay. That'd be I know cool IG's in there, but I just I feel like if they if IG gets into a situation where they're against telecom or, or fanatic really i don't i think they can i think they can do it man that'd be sick it'd be wild um so yeah i think fanatic's fanatic's very good right now but i don't know how far they're gonna really get with their group because there's always some team that comes out of nowhere and makes like an elite eight run right exactly but that's my top four shit man i think ahq could do something they could probably AHQ, get out of that queue okay. yeah they can get out of that group i mean skt will hopefully get out of theirs i'd like to see cloud nine in the in the finals again but i'm assuming it's just going to be a g2 winner yeah it has to be yeah. they're just so good across the board they're disgusting it would be cool to see splice get out of their shit and make a run yeah, at them that'd be cool Splice uh played pretty well against g2 during the season they did for the most part so yeah i think okay that might be my dark horse splice splice and clutch well bilky it's time for a very important segment of the show that we all love indeed. Yes. Hi! <laughs> I lose it every time. I know. Bilky! Yes. We're back. We are. We're here live. We're doing the thing. It's been so long. There have been so many trials and errors. So many trials and errors. Your back fell out one time, and then all of a sudden, oh, yeah. we lost the file and the microphone because of the, the technology was too good. Oh, there's so many. Mm. Stop for it if you want to raid. The segment of the show, we give you some edible uh, reading suggestions and or things that we're watching. I just finished The Good Wife. Or not The Good Wife. The Good Place on Netflix. Tell Absolutely me about fantastic. It. I have no like no idea. What oh, that is. the premise is like this girl dies and she is she's supposed to be in heaven or sort of they say it was like the, and they call it the good place. So like she can't swear there. Like everyone says like what the fork or like holy shirt something like what that. What is this on? It's on Netflix. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Keep going. I want to know what this is about. But no, like and the whole premise of the show is like you're trying to prove that you're worthy of going into the good place because there's like a point system to everything you do on Earth or whatever. Uh, so that's kind of what the show is, but then the big plot twist is like that girl doesn't belong there. So the whole first season, you're kind of thinking the show goes one way and it goes another. I don't want to spoil it because okay. like it does come back around and stuff like that. But because yeah, I have questions already, it's really it's really <laughs> hilarious uh, the way they write the dialogue and the characters and stuff. Kristen Bell's fantastic. Awesome. So if you like that actress, she's in there. 
Um, and then as far as like reading stuff, I haven't really read many comic books per se lately, except for the I have League of Legends ones. Those are great. The Lux Damn, comic. I keep, I dude, I there's times throughout the day where I want to read them and I just don't get around <laughs> to it. I need to start because I haven't even read the Ash ones. Oh, dude, the Ash War Mother one was fantastic. That's the first one they released, well. right? Yeah. Okay, I have to start with Ash. Then. Fantastic. And that, they're not connected or any way, but I, I just want to do it. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna read those. I have a free weekend. I might as well. Dude, get knock them down. You can get the Kindle app and buy them on Amazon or whatever. Hell yeah, kill it. I think Catherine has Prime. Ooh, nice. there you go. Okay, yes. excellent. Um, and then the Umbrella Umbrella Academy was awesome. I think that's from way back when, but still, I rewatched it again. To be honest, is it a hard see it? A hard see it. Okay, fantastic. So it was the good place. By the way, by the way, what you been on, Bilky? So I have been all. So this. I should have seen this before. Yes. I, I haven't been doing my duties as an anime fan. Oh my god. And I'm sure some of the community will be upset, but I just started JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Ooh. It's amazing. What I've... is this show about? Tell me everything. Okay. I will tell you everything. <laughs> Good. Excellent. Good. So, it takes place, I want to say back in like the 1800s when you first get into it. Oh. So, we're in London. Yeah, so the vernacular they use is super entertaining, especially for you and I, because we use British accents <laughs> yes. on the daily. So it's um, it's kind of an older anime, so the an- the drawing and the, the animation style itself isn't what you would expect from something like Attack on Titan. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I love that that artistry, though, during 90s anime. It was, yes. it was it, very interesting. That's why I fell in love with Neon Genesis, because oh, the art style is like, wow, I... I don't even watch mechas that much, but I'm in love with this show. Yes. So JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like I said, takes place back in the 1800s. You follow Jonathan Joestar and his family. Mm-hmm. They are extremely wealthy. He and his father gets in an accident with his mother, I believe, right? Oh, and then nice. at the very beginning. And some man saves him for greedy reasons because mm-hmm. he knows who he is, the Joestar family. And he's yes. Like, man, if I save this guy, I bet he'll pay me back handsomely, right? Yeah. So he saves him or whatever, and he does that. And then the gentleman, fast forward, is dying. He's on his deathbed, the guy who saved him. Yeah. Tells his son, go to this family. They will take care of you. He owes me. So he didn't cash it in until he was on his deathbed. Yeah. Kind of honorable, honestly. (laughs) For being a scumbag kind of dude. So then he goes there, and the son's name is Dio Brando. Yeah. Dio Brando is going to be the antagonist throughout the story, and then Jonathan Joestar will be the pro- like the protagonist. Right. And they're brothers. They grow up together, technically, like stepbrothers. Jonathan's dad treats Dio like he's his own son, and these two are the top of their class as far as academics. They're both physically capable people. They do sports, all sorts of stuff, right? Yeah. There's a, like a cursed mask that sits in the Joestar household, mm-hmm. and during this crazy shit blood gets on it right and it does something and Dio notices that fast forward again because I'm not trying to spoil all the stuff but Dio ends up wearing the mask putting blood on it takes over him and he becomes kind of like a vampire Oh, damn. right and so then he believes he's above people he tries to become the god of this new world and it's Jojo's duty to stop him oh. so that's kind of the story behind crazy it crazy man yeah so Dio wants to be a god. Jojo needs to destroy the mask, avenge his family, that sort of thing. It's an awesome, awesome series. And I think it fast forwards later on. And then the main story is about Jojo's grandson. Yeah. I haven't made it that far into it. I've, no. I've watched a couple seasons so far. Oh, I just said seasons because I'm watching it on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a good amount of it. Yeah. So I'm getting further into it. But 
definitely if you enjoy some anime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is something to try. I'll definitely, we'll have to check that out, my man. Hundred percent. Yes, Bilky, we were back. It had been a while. It felt good, man, to finally knock this one out, and we're gonna save it. Yes. And then it's, it's all gonna, it's it's all gonna be fine. We've been trying to make this podcast for months <laughs> and months and months. It's been at least four, but we did it, and we did it for free. Yes, incredibly, because we host our podcast on podcast.com. It's the best place to put your podcast on the web. Gives you optimized search engine capabilities within the podcast app on your phone. It's so simple. It's really I was simple. telling my buddy Alex about that today on Discord, actually. Yes. I was like, hey, man, you know I, I make podcasts? You should go listen, and you can do it on podcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and for all other comics recommendations, you can probably find them on Comixology. And that is so easy to set up, Bilky. Do you have an Amazon account? Uh, no, tell me. Well, if you do, with a few clicks of your button at your account settings, you can get Comixology for free. What? Yes incredible it's wonderful sensational you can link your accounts and then your amazon account will be linked to your comiXology account you have all the synergies there it's awesome groovy man yes we did it we did it again i'm satisfied damn and we almost got like an hour into this it yeah, feels good dude. it's real good that last one oh it hurt my soul to lose it but that's <laughs> all right that's all right yeah that was a good one but anyways nerds stay sweaty and we'll catch you next time bye